You're listening to This Nomad Life with Liam Paul. This is Minivan Lee of YouTube Minivan Lee. Now we have Paul here too. Hi, Paul. Hi, Lee. How are you doing today? Uh, very, very good. Very, very good? Very good, very good. Very nice, very nice. I am too. I'm sitting here in my Ram Promaster van, as we usually are when we record a podcast, and I'm looking at the last parts of a beautiful sunset. Bye, sunset. <laughs> Bye. Parting is sweet sorrow. Huh? What did the Beatles say? There goes the sun. Yeah, right. Oh, no. Yeah. It was here comes the sun. Right. I, I goofed. Well, you can save that for tomorrow morning. Huh? Well, there you go. There you go. It's freaking cold, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it is. It is it's chilly. Cold. Chilly willy. Yeah, it really is cold, yeah. It and was, what, 38, 39 degrees and we got up this morning? Yes, and that's the one thing about nomad life. When you get to extremes, like extreme highs or extreme lows, you kind of think, hmm, if I was in a house, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, it was cold this morning. You don't miss it, though, do you? No, not really, because right. I knew it would warm up, but it was, It you just have to work it out in your head and in your body. You have to work it out. Well, that, that's what I love about being here in the desert, because when I see that sun just starting to come over those mountains to the east of us, yeah, I know that warmth is coming, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it's truly wonderful. But now, I will, I will say that this morning, that didn't exactly happen that way, not this morning. It stayed cold even after the sun Well, came it's up. been a little overcast today. True, true, so. That happens, that happens. But Quartzsite happens. is beautiful. I mean, look, what I also see for my friends out there listening is that there's all different shades of blue um, and grays and black and there's that little bit of orange it's just that is is a picture right it there is. it's a beautiful picture yeah it is and before long within a half an hour i would say it's going to be black as pitch here it's amazing to me how dark it really gets here in the desert Mm -hmm. Both you and I have those uh, flashing lights underneath our engines, uh, on the ground, underneath our engines, to hopefully keep the mice away. And so far, we haven't seen any mice, so evidently they're doing some good. I suppose they could be giving the uh, desert rats light so that they can uh, <laughs> yeah, find actually, the wires to chew on. Right, but, exactly. Uh, they, but I, I think that probably does. I, if I was a mouse, I wouldn't want to get in there. No, especially mm -hmm. not when you're... Don't they have those great big eyes because they're yeah. accustomed to being knocked Well, there also could be a coyote just waiting around the corner waiting to smash, oh. <laughs> waiting to snatch them so they don't want to go near light. There you go. They want to walk in the dark. Right. Good point. They haven't come to the light. That's for I sure. Know. So what are we going to talk about today, Paul? Well, we are in Quartzsite, as you folks may know from last week's podcast. And we're going to talk about some of the shows and other activities going on in Quartzsite. 
It's not just the big tent. Everybody talks about the big tent, the big tent. Oh, my goodness. And it is a big tent, by the way. It's 700 feet long and 100 feet wide. And it is up now, ladies and gentlemen. They put it up last weekend. It is standing. Still needs a lot of work there. They carpet it, and then they uh, put in the dividers for the vendors' booths. And so the thing doesn't start until the... Uh, 21st? Yeah. <clears throat> I think the 22nd. What do they carpet it with? What do you call it? Indoor, outdoor, oh. not AstroTurf. Oh, I thought maybe it'd be AstroTurf or something. Okay. Well, it could be. I'm not sure. But it's green. I remember oh, that. Oh, okay. Green. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it does make it more comfortable to walk through the show. I think they had, what, three, maybe four aisles along those 700 feet. So there's a lot to see. Sometimes you don't see a lot of things that you can use, but nonetheless, it can be interesting, and it's good to get that exercise, too. So I, Last year, they had every, like every fifth booth had those handheld back massagers <laughs> <laughs> and and I kept thinking oh yeah you know I thought well how do you reach back there to do it be you would have to have somebody around to do it for you because they were big heavy yeah I I so I would sit there and they would massage they'd say oh let me try and they would sit there and massage my back it worked out really well it worked out very well sure it was a good yeah it was a good system yeah. Well, Lee, the first, or one of the first, shows that I want to talk about that is going right now, the Tyson Wells Market Center show goes on from October to March. Seasonal vendors, there are many seasonal vendors there with all kinds of different stuff. I mean, you, everything from jewelry to back scratchers, you name it, gems and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, they have seasonal vendors uh, with all kinds of products. I mean, it's just a wild menagerie of products. Whether Not all of them are for uh, RVers, but there's always some kind of gadget or, or whatever that an RVer might be interested in. Uh -huh. So this market center in that area, they have, they have self-storage units, there's even an RV park, believe it or not, for those of you that are looking for somewhere to park your rig. And they have one of the best game stores that I've ever seen. Remember mm -hmm. that? We went yeah. through there uh, back in October, I right. believe it was. Oh my gosh, they've got everything <laughs> from shoots and ladders to Monopoly to games that we had never even heard of. Well, I, the one thing I remember about it is they had the dirtiest birthday cards. I <laughs> Weren't they? They were raunchy. They were hilariously raunchy. And she was very proud. She goes, oh, those are my favorite cards. It was so cute. <laughs> Do you remember that? The gal behind the counter. Yeah, but yeah. you remember the cards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They uh, were they were dirty. Yeah, they're, they're dirty, dirty, dirty. I tell you, dirty. They they go a uh, <laughs> step or two past risque. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, it's something. Well, not too porno, but they were very. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, that was what I I remember the games. So many games I have never heard of there ever. 
And I'm sure a lot of them are great fun. I mean, there there are personal, individual games. There are games for, what, up to eight people. They're yeah. Just, you name it. And I bet, I know they have hundreds of games in that store. Well, so. every wall was shelved and they even had a little room off to the side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul wanted to take me in there. That was quite something. I don't. I we we did discuss. I wonder how many people actually go in there. I wonder how much business they do oh, I in bet, there. I bet they do very well. Really? Well, because they're on that uh, south side of Keene Street, okay. and there are many vendors in there of different types. Okay. I mean, the parking. If you don't know about a parking lot that is available in that area, on street parking. You, you just have to kind of pull off to the side and wait for somebody else to pull out. So okay. there is a lot of traffic. Right. So we should, if we're going to do the game store, we should probably go soon, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's an idea. Yeah. You bet. You so bet. what else do we got going on there? Well, there's a uh, group of vendors. It's called the Vendors on Main Street. Right on the main drag, they are at the... You remember going by the big yellow water tank? Yes, I do. And what is your favorite store in that uh, area? K&B. K&B Tools. Yes. You want tools? K&B probably has it. And they have a lot of special hitches and connections and uh, <laughs> cords and yeah. and jacks and you name it for RVing. Yeah. They they really are quite a store. It, it's interesting. Even if you don't need anything, it's one of those things where you can just walk through and say, oh, look at that. I didn't know such thing was available. Right. So it's kind of fun. Well, I think it's time for a commercial, and i got a little story about K&B. Oh. So shall we? You're going to save that for when we return? So, yeah, don't go anywhere. Go to YouTube.com, Minivan Lee, and check out the video descriptions. My video descriptions feature links for Amazon products that I recommend. Gadgets, fun stuff, camping equipment, vehicle products, solar and energy products, and much more. These are products for the nomad life and for camping vacations. But you know what? They're useful for homeowners as well. Now I also have an Amazon storefront. So go to Amazon.com slash shop slash minivan lee to access my storefront when you use my links i receive a small commission at no cost to you now here's the deal when you order within 24 hours of putting the item in your cart even if you don't purchase that particular product but you decide to buy something else after using my link i do receive a small commission my amazon link is like a door when you go through it and shop, it helps me with my videos and podcast costs. And I really want to thank you so much for doing this. All of the links are products that I use and have already tested out for the Nomad Life. And the products for any type of lifestyle as well. Minivan Lee Amazon Storefront link is in the podcast description, as well as the link to the YouTube channel. Now let's get back to this fascinating program. Well, we're back, everybody, and I have the the only story I have about KMB is when I first met this guy sitting right here, and I would say, "Well, you know, I do need. I think I needed some 
steaks. Not the kind you eat, but the kind you pound in the <laughs> ground. And he goes, well, you can get those at K&B. Well, then they said, and then I, I think there was something else. Well, why don't you need to go to K&B? Well, it got to the point where it's like, K&B, well, he goes, you don't really go anywhere in court. Of course, I do. I go, nope. I go to the laundromat. I get some groceries, and I want to get back out here in the desert. Well, he did a lot more traveling than I did, but it got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to K&B. If you're going to keep, you just kept telling me to go to K&B, and I swear I did not go until this year. You took me in there. I was like, oh, wow. It was about time. Now, <laughs> and don't you agree? You found what you're, you were missing. Oh, my gosh. What a store, huh? It, it does have a lot of things. Not everything, but it has a lot. Where did you finally find those steaks, by the way? A Walmart and okay. another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope no one Walmart. from K&B is listening to this. They'll well, be we, very disappointed. We went in there to find a pump to blow up the mattress. Oh, yeah. Because we had got that one cheap Walmart tent. Now we have a Kodiak tent. Oh, my gosh. But we wanted, and they wanted, uh, it was like a, what was that, um, that machine they had? What was that called? I mean, it blew, but it was like $60 for this. Was it a pump? Yeah, but it was air pump, and it, it was all fancy, like you'd pump, yeah. Pump a truck tire? Maybe, <laughs> I think it was. Maybe it was. Well, yeah. I mean, people would need those if they had a low tire on their RV right. or on Maybe their Maybe we should have got it then, huh? Sure, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, KMB, I kind of, I thought, well, I've... I don't know, you just kept suggesting it. I'm like, I was resistant. Then I was like, I'm not, game B, I don't need game B. <laughs> but, yeah. Now, now that you've been through, in all honesty, yeah. don't you see that K&B does have a lot of stuff? They do. They do. Yeah. 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 Not my favorite store, but I was impressed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. That's my story. Let's move on. What else do we have here? Well, you know, in addition to K&B tools back in there by the big yellow, I mean, this is a big yellow water tank on Main Street. You can't hardly miss it. Uh-huh. It's before you get to McDonald's, and it's on the other side of the street from McDonald's. Maybe we should let all of our friends know out here how big is Quartzite, in case this is your first time listening, and you don't know anything about Quartzite. We're talking about this town. Are you talking residents? <laughs> Residents and yeah. Well, there, I, as I understand it, there are less than four thousand year-round <laughs> yeah. year residents, yeah. brave souls that can yeah. take one hundred and fifteen degrees in the shade in yeah. July. And well, we're out here because this is it has massive Bureau of Land Management place that we can park for fourteen days for free, and all of the RV people and the nomads. They all congregate here in January and part of February. You can see about any kind of rig you can imagine if you just drive up and down the road yes. next to this land, this yes. camping area. I mean, there is everything from uh, a bicyclist <laughs> uh, with a tent to yeah. a three hundred thousand dollar I suppose class A motorhome right and everything in between there's schoolies and high top rams and class C's class B's build out vans um what is they called the cab over what do they call that over the truck it's a pickup cab thing. over cab over yes they have a cab over yeah oh there's yeah 
It is amazing. Okay, so. Well, what they have back in that area with KNB Tools, there is also a canned goods store. Might be a little dent on the can, but not to worry. It'll be just fine. And it's at a greatly reduced price. We need to go in there, too. Hmm. You might find it uh, yeah. to be a real bargain uh, place. Yeah. There are some food vendors. There's a sign shop. And there's more stuck back in that area. So it's right. pretty cool. Okay. And yeah. it's right on Main Street. Very convenient. Right. So Quartzsite is a very, very, very small community. It is. And Until they, January. <laughs> right. And what they do is the reason, one of the reasons we come here is that they've rolled out the red carpets for nomads and travelers. That's for sure. And they make it as easy as possible for us. So we oblige them. We use their restaurants. And they can pretty much make their living within three, four months time for the whole year. I mean, this place is bopping right now. And in about a week, oh my gosh, it's going to be... Yeah, everything really starts <laughs> happening uh, in a week or so. Well, we're we're enjoying. Nobody's parked around us right now, but in about a week, that's not going to be so. Well, we understand, folks, uh, that just uh, what a couple three hundred yards from us. Yes. The people that are there right now have actually put up caution tape around an area where they're expecting one hundred or so fellow RVers to come yeah. in in the next few days. So yeah. this place is going to get filled up, that's for sure. And I can only imagine, I don't know what kind of rigs, it looks like they have big rigs. Yeah. So it's going to be noisy with generators. Absolutely. Now, I don't yeah. know, we might want to move at that point, which means we have to take down our Kodiak tent. I was just going to say, don't tell me I have to take down that tent. We have to film it, honey. We have to film that, taking it down anyway. So. Well, I'll tell you, it's, I <laughs> no doubt in my mind that it's going to be a lot easier taking it down than we found putting it up. Yes, and then it's going to be a lot easier putting it back up the second time. Oh, sure. So, we yeah. know what we're doing. We know now. what we're doing. But I don't know um, if it's... We may just stay here, just grin and bear it. But if it gets... I The noise, maybe, but the smell can be really bad with those generators. Mm. I really don't want to park and have my vacation in a truck stop. Oh sure. So we'll see. We'll we'll keep you abreast. You know, check us next week, and we'll let you know how things we'll are going let you know in our we... happy little Camp Fuego right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What did you say, Camp Fuego? Camp Fuego. We named our camp. What camp. does that mean? It means campfire. <laughs> Fuego is Spanish for fire, and yeah. so we have Camp Fire. That's right. Pretty clever, huh? Camp Fuego. <laughs> yeah. And we did some rock art in big letters with, with rocks. And it says Camp Fuego. So. Listen, folks, I have to tell you, when uh, Lee said, you know, why don't we make our, our camp name out of rocks? Well, little did I know, she wanted to use rocks that had previously been used as a fire ring by someone here that was camping here. She said, let's go get their, those rocks. Those are uh, We already have a fire ring near our campsite. So it's about uh, 40, 50 yards away. So 
I walked 40 or 50 yards, picked up two rocks that I could handle, one in each hand, walked back, and she said, now while you're walking, make sure you pump those like uh, five-pound weights, you know, and up and down and do the curls with them and so Mm -hmm. forth. Oh, my gosh, I got it at over 4,000 steps that day. And the next day, my muscles were saying, what did you do to me? Because, you know, it's bend over, pick up the rock, pump the rock and walk on on your way back, obviously, and then bend over to put place the rock just so to spell out the words Camp Fuego. It was great exercise. Isn't it great? That's a fun, it's a fun way to get exercise. Right, right, and and make something fun out of it. You bet. So what else is happening in this little community? Well, speaking of names like K&B Tools, there's a name of a, a uh, show that I just really think is cool. It's at the Rice Ranch, R-I-C-E, and it's called the Y'all Come Show. Wow, what's that? I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of that. Well, it's it runs from November through March, and just like so many other shows here in Quartzsite, as you might imagine, it is a gem, mineral, fossil, and jewelry show. Wow. So they've got all kinds of stuff, anything from geodes to thousand-year-old fossils and things of that nature. And that Y'all Come show is on East Keene Street, just down the road from Tyson Wells. Okay. You think maybe this is a good time to take a little break so I can uh, get a drink of water and soothe my throat? Yes, run to the refrigerator, dear. Okay, we'll (laughs) be right back. Have I got a book for you. Thinking about the nomad life? Do you know someone who is thinking about starting the nomad lifestyle? Are you tired of looking out the same windows, the same landscape, the same neighbors? The nomad lifestyle is growing large. Well, I wrote a book, How to Live in a Minivan, The Minivan Leeway. I included all the information you need to move from a house to a vehicle so you can travel and meet new people. Oh, the freedom of this. You can find this book on Amazon. Search for Minivan Lee on Amazon. My book will come up. It's an e-book and it's a paperback. And it has lots of lists to get you started from A to Z all the way into your minivan and beyond. I'll also help you stay organized in your first year as a nomad. I'll show you the ropes, where to park, and how to spend your days. And I've got lots of lists to get you started. So go to Amazon and search for Minivan Lee. Now this isn't just for minivans. This book is useful for SUVs, RVs, high tops, vans, build outs, yes. This book will help you get started. Now let's get back to This Nomad Life with Lee and Paul and their fascinating program. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. And we've got some exciting stuff to talk about now. What's next, Paul? Well, it's always exciting, at least for me, to talk about gold. Gold. And precious metals. Yes, they do have a gold show in Quartzsite. And a lot of people do look for gold in the surrounding area in different ways. 
But this gold show, they have vendor booths, of course, with, with gold jewelry, nuggets, and everything gold. Mm-hmm. From, a, from a necklace to earrings to rings and what have you. They have lectures and seminars, product demonstrations, panning competition. Wow. Now, I've never panned <clears throat> for gold, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it must be exciting, especially well, if you find a little bit of that shiny stuff. Do you think, how long would it take, maybe, do you know, to find gold? I mean, anything. Well, it's just like anything. If you're looking for quartz in the desert, it's a little easier to find quartz, obviously. But if you go to the right place, and I know that just south of town, there are claims, areas where people have paid a fee, I assume, to the state of Arizona. I'm not sure about that. But they have staked off an area where no one else can go look for gold. So only members of a club they have, the Gem and Mineral Club, as you might imagine, can go in there and look for gold. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and of course, a big story about gold, finding gold, is when these young um, people, they were young, probably in their 20s, and they went walking out into the desert just a little bit where, where we park, where we don't park, I should say, and found a big nugget of gold. I mean, um, the Parker Casino wanted to heard about it and wanted to buy it. I think they gave him like eight grand for it or something like Not that. Not too yeah. shabby. Not I know. too shabby. Makes you, makes and I, as I understand it, Lee, the, the best time to look is after a big rain in oh, one of these washes yeah, where right. if they do get a monsoon downpour, mm-hmm. the water rushes through there and kind of you could say does the panning for you to an extent anyway washes the dirt away and who knows what's going to be uh, underneath well you ready to go for when the rain comes because it's going to well if it rains i definitely want to find a good wash and go for a careful walk there's a good wash over there well i do have a a very inexpensive metal detector and i'd take that along i don't know that i'd pan for gold because Generally, when you pan for gold, you you look in a river or a stream or something where no, there's, there's water. there's no river or stream here. Right, right. And I wouldn't so. go in the wash if there's water in there. Oh, right. right Absolutely right. Yeah. not. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, they but call I, them ditches back east. They're called ditches. But here they're called washes, and it's raging water runs down. It's how the, well, they call them washes. It's where the water washes away Okay. after heavy rain because it doesn't soak in right away because we have sort of more cement type. Well, you know, I remember learning in Tucson when we spent our time there. I don't know if Tucson has any storm sewers. Oh, no. Because there are dips purposely made even on major streets. And every before every dip, you can see a sign that says, Do not enter when flooded. Right. Because, you know, you want to get somewhere and you think, oh, that doesn't look so deep. Well, you yeah. go in there and it's four feet deep. And before you know it, your yeah. car floods out and you're stuck. And you have to pay for that rescue, which is thousands of dollars. Whoa, you better not be going in there. Then. They finally, I think, probably, I don't know how long ago, but they finally um, made a law. It was called the Stupid Motorist Law. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, if you go in any of those washes... And you get stuck and have to be, because you, and you will have to be rescued. You could die. 
And no, it starts carrying your, your car away. And Yeah, I've heard that it doesn't take uh, water very deep to, to move a car down a river. Oh, no. And there you actually, when I first came to Tucson, there used to be kids that would try to do the rafting, you know, those oh, log yeah. rafts. And they would, like, they could die because there'd be lo there could be tree branches in there and just, yeah, it would knock them on the head and they drowned. And no, the washes, it's illegal to go in the wash. It's nothing to play with. In well, like in, in Reno, the Truckee River, that <laughs> was all about rafting. You could raft from all the way from, um, what was that, Lake Tahoe. And raft to take six hours, so you could go into Reno. <laughs> do you know, did they, do they have uh, rapids on the Truckee River? <laughs> Not really, no. Maybe no. just a little bit. But so not. it's a bit gentler than going, oh, yeah, it's going down the Colorado Oh, or yeah. No, there are no, yeah. So you can, yeah, rafting in Reno. But I guess I'm only using that as a comparison that in Tucson, no. You do not want to get into, um, you know, the washes and the San, or the Santa Cruz River. Yeah, yeah. During... Yeah. Well, this gold show I was talking about is held in the Quartzsite Improvement Association, or the QIA building, <laughs> okay. which is on Ironwood Street, just a bit south. It's only like a block off of Main Street, okay. just east of Central. Okay. So it's right downtown. And they sell all the stuff that you need for panning. So yep. is that a is that a big deal with the people here? I'm not sure. I, huh. Even though I went to the sh the show, I yeah. I wasn't interested in panning because oh. I didn't know that I'd be going anywhere with a, a stream or you know right. whatever you'd need for panning. But I know they do have metal detecting equipment, a coin hunt, door prizes, a book signing, much food, and and even more. And it does. This is the only show that we're going to mention that has a admission fee. Five dollars. Oh. The show runs three <laughs> days. I don't know that I gave the dates. It's in February, February 11th through the 13th. Wow. And that five dollars covers your admission for each of the three days if you want to go back a couple of times. I think we should go. Yeah. Oh, I, I enjoy it. It's very educational. Wow. Okay. That sounds like a, that sounds like a, a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I've always enjoyed it, and, and oh, you could find out about panning. I know. Well, uh, are you a fisherman? No, I'm not either. You have to have a lot of patience. I'm and, sure. Uh, I'm panning sure. sounds like it might be close to. Of course, it'd be better to find gold than fish. Oh Although, yeah. You know, that way you teach a man to fish. Then you can eat for the day, but teach a man to fish for gold, and you can eat for years. <laughs> hey, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Was that just uh, off the cuff? It was, everybody. Wonderful. It was. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. How about a commercial? I think that's an excellent oh, I idea. I think so, too. We'll be right back. Let me help you get started in the nomad lifestyle. Go to YouTube.com and search for Minivan Lee. That's L-E-E, -E, Lee. I feature over 400 videos about nomad life. There are instruction videos, travel videos, entertaining videos. I will teach you how to live in your minivan, your SUV, or van high top successfully in style. I share ideas and gadgets 
including a really great solar setup to keep all your gadgets powered up throughout your travels. It's a great life full time. It's also great for using your minivan as a camper for vacations. Go to YouTube.com and search for Minivan Lee. That's L-E-E, Minivan Lee. Please subscribe and ring the bell for notifications. You are really going to enjoy all the videos. They're fun and entertaining as well as instructional. Now let's get back to the show. Well, we're back, and you're listening to This Nomad Life with Lee and Paul. And again, I'm Minivan Lee of YouTube Minivan Lee. And, and I'm Paul, Paul. And you are like almost of YouTube also. Well, you... you <laughs> <laughs> folks, yeah. folks, I'll tell you, Lee took my, I think it was my right arm, and twisted it behind my back many times and I finally said yes what do you want me to do well she kind of eased me into that <laughs> video business by yes. saying you know what a lot of times I could use a camera person why don't you operate the camera for me and so I did my best to learn how to do that yes. correctly and yes. well and then finally she said you know what I need someone to walk this way and go over there and do this I went through all of that, and now she has me dancing on camera for crying out yes, loud. Yes, he is. Oh, folks, if you've ever seen me dance, you might think, what, are you nuts? But <laughs> it was fun. I had so much fun. But you know what? Listen to his voice. I have found that he's really good at doing reviews. Uh, businesses like to send me things, and Paul, and they want us to review their products some better than others some very expensive and he's pretty good at reviewing products so. i enjoy that i do yeah. you read up on it you research it you present it and yeah well it's all part of being a good product if they send a, a good instruction manual that yes. i can understand and follow yeah and and if they don't i tell the folks honestly that it, it yeah. doesn't work very well we have reviewed real link Okmo, Blue Eddie, oh, Through Night, oh my gosh, yes, all their flashlights. They just keep sending us flashlights. Yeah, there to are review. lots of flashlights in this world, aren't there? Right, and, uh, well, what's next on the agenda? Well, the only other thing, and obviously, folks, the majority of these shows in Quartzite, Arizona, Quartzite, Arizona, are having to do with rocks and gems and minerals and gold and what have you. The last one is the 56th annual Powwow Gem and Mineral Show at the Quartzsite Improvement Association building. The, this it happens to be, by the way, the oldest gem and mineral show in Arizona. It features over 500 booth spaces, Vendors bring gems and mineral specimens from all over the world, not just Arizona, which in many cases they've personally collected. So it's really interesting. These people know their rocks and gems. If you want to know, oh, how do I find this? Where should I look? Blah, blah, blah. Those are great people to ask, and they always have great stories to tell about, well, when I was in Ethiopia, yeah. or, you know, whatever, they found this weird rock, but... But I like going. I love geodes. It's just amazing to me that 
those uh, look like a more or less like a regular rocket. Man, you crack those things in half, and you never know what you're going to find inside. Just uh -huh. beautiful wow. crystals. At least that's what I'll call them. I'm yeah. not an expert. Yeah. So, so I enjoy going to some of those and looking things over and. Well, I know it's a big deal because even at the this lowly laundromat that we go, there's pictures all around the, the you know, towards the ceiling, and there are gem and mineral pictures, you know, like this is this and this is this, right. you know. So, right. it's it's a big deal here. I there's a great um, huge gem and mineral show that is once a year in Tucson. I've heard that they come here first and take their wares to Tucson. Okay. So next would be, their next stop is going to be Tucson. So yeah, Arizona's a fun place. It is. It, it really is. is. Yeah. And you know, it, it's kind of exciting to me. I, I did a little bit of this. Lee spent a lot of time editing uh, her next video today. So my dog Abby and I were out walking around and I tried to walk slowly, keeping my head down to the ground to try to find the most beautiful rocks and, and yeah. I don't even know what all they are, but this desert is just full of beautiful things that are just laying on the ground for the taking. I don't know that they're precious stones or minerals, no, but I, still, if they look yeah. pretty, we like them, don't we? Right. Well, we're yeah. It's a lot of fun. We found this one. I know you've been looking for it. There's this one little rock that it look, reminds me of toffee, not coffee, and not um, taffy, but toffee. And it's brown. It's got that brown, and it's shiny, and it looks like a piece of toffee. You know what I think of when you say toffee? What? A Heath candy bar. Right. That's what it looks like. <laughs> only, only, and it looks just the same. It does. It's that same color. And I, have you were, were you trying to find one today? I was, and I didn't find any. I know it. We've only found one so far yeah. on you, the ground. But. You evidently have the eye for it, Lee. You, it's just like you know when I lived in uh, Michigan along the Lake Superior shore, the yeah. northern part of, not Lake Superior, excuse me, Lake Michigan shore, the northern part of it, uh, where the town of Petoskey is located. And it's aptly named because the Michigan State Stone is the Petoskey Stone. Okay. And when you look, and they're usually on the, the lake shore, and when you look at one of those on the ground, dry, it looks like a good-for-nothing stone but when it becomes wet you can see the beauty of the Petoskey stone and all these I think they're actually fossils Wow that are that are in the stone and they're just beautiful so I have a real uh, liking for beautiful stones and things of that nature but sometimes I don't have a lot of patience in finding them I don't want to keep looking down too much though I like to look forward and ahead. I like to look up. Too. Well, you know what? Early yeah. this not it wasn't early. It was maybe between eight and nine a.m. this morning. We have seen coyotes out at that time of day, and of course, I gotta believe that my dog Abby would certainly let me know if she saw one. But I raised my head every once in a while just to scan the the area to make sure I didn't see anything. I don't know if she would see some something when we were here in October. Remember, I told you that one dog came run. I don't know where this dog came from. It came running up to us. 
it took Abby by surprise. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Um, it circled us, and then it looked like it was scared, and it took off running. So I thought, what was that? Isn't that funny? When you get Abby away from our campsite, she tolerates other dogs yeah. much better than she does when she's at the campsite, which I think after a few days, she considers the campsite her home. Right. And she wants to protect her home. That's why when I'm out walking around, I do keep my head up pretty much because I know other people's dogs feel exactly the same way. Right. They're protecting that rig and their master. It, you know, and they've been here probably for a day or so. And by then, this is their spot. And I noticed that Abby does the same thing. Right, right. Now that I've been, tra you know, we've been travel partners. Oh, yeah. yeah. So her, I'm learning about other dogs by watching Abby now. Because I was always like, why are you barking at me? Mm -hmm. And why are you, you know, some of them charged at me. And, but I understand it a little bit now. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. So I hope you all found this interesting. And we, you'll probably be hearing more about Quartzsite. And we'll give you updates and how our time is going here. This is a fascinating lifestyle, everybody. And for all our friends out there, if you are nomads, and I know some of you are, you know how fascinating this life is. Um, if you're in a home, you can live vicariously through us. That and would be wonderful. I We'd know. appreciate that if you'd tune in. You know, we mentioned the uh, population of Quartzsite the residents are between 3,500 and 4,000, I believe. When, when we were talking about rigs and camping in the desert, there are areas to camp all around Quartzsite. And before COVID, before the last couple of years, they say that there were up to 250,000 campers surrounding Quartzsite. Yeah. Just to give you an idea, folks, of how crowded this gets, especially in January and early February. It hasn't hit yet because it's still only the 12th, for, but today is the 12th. And by the time you listen to this, it'll be the 14th. Right. But it's just by that by next Monday, it's going to be here. It's going to it's be. It's going to be here. And it won't so. ever be shoulder to shoulder unless you want to be. You, you sometimes see some... Uh, campers that are have circled the wagons or whatever yeah. you want to call it yeah. and it's pretty tight and that's the way they want it because they're all friends and they're in the same group or whatever but us we like to be off a little bit by ourselves and you can still do that but you not, will not by next monday it's going to be really hard yeah yeah we're going to get surrounded so i want to thank you all for listening this was a lot of fun so yeah well, I hope you enjoyed it, folks, especially those of you who may be coming to Quartzsite for uh, the first time. We're just trying to give you some information so you'll feel a little bit more at home when you do get here. And I'd just like to remind you that, you know what? We are all surrounded by abundance. If you can hold it in your head, you can hold it in your hand. Let's go do it.